Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, everyone. It's Caroline from G-Thanks Just Bought It, reminding you that in between episodes, you can find me on Instagram at G-Thanks Just Bought It Pod. You can find products that don't make it onto the episodes and recommendations from listeners like you. So before you start this episode, give it a follow and say hi in the comments. And for a full list of every product we featured on G-Thanks, visit gthanksjustboughtit.com slash episodes. See you there. Welcome to G Thanks Just Bought It. It's the podcast where we talk about what we just bought, what you might need to buy next. I'm your host, Caroline Moss. We're back after such a long, but honestly needed break. Um, as always, I am joined by my, and see if you can spot the difference in what I'm about to say here, co-host, Sally Tamarkin. Oh, you did it, Sally. Nailed it. Um, so Sally, as you may have guessed, is our permanent co-host. Uh, <gasps> applause, applause, as of applause. 2023. Crowd goes wild. I don't think, seriously, crowd goes wild. Like, I don't, who didn't see this coming? Because we have been doing this now since the summer. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was saying guest co-host. But Sally is now, uh, f- as far as the podcast goes, the co-host of G Things Just Bought It. So I'm going to start introducing her as such. And I just want some transparency until I tell you otherwise. And I, if this changes, I will tell you ahead of time. I'm still the one doing all of our sponsored content and ad reads. And I'm in charge of like all of the back end work alongside of our editor, Veronica Gruba, who is a saint. And Sally is paid, compensated for her time. I give her 25% of what the podcast makes on a monthly basis. Um, her time to both record and then also prepare for episodes. It's a it's a price that we came up with together as a team. Um, uh, many people know that we are a team mm-hmm. and one of the best teams. Mm-hmm. And this year we are going to the Super Bowl. And I am excited for that. But I just want everyone to know that that's how this is working on the back end. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out. But I also think that might be like a little weird of you. Uh, so, <laughs> so you know, <laughs> any questions related or otherwise, feel free to reach out. Um, Sally, so like, how do you feel about being the co-host of G-Things Just Bought It? Well, first of all, I'm really excited. Um, it's a blast to record with you. And we've both recorded a lot of podcasts in our lives. And I think that we can both testify in a court of law, as we will probably eventually be called to do, Mm, that that co-hosting podcasts can be extremely fun. And it can also be not fun and a lot of work. And um, the highs are high, but the lows are low. And I've never had more fun recording a podcast than recording with you. So I love it. I'm psyched. I also love... I'm so glad. I love the G Thanks heads. Um, They're like just like the Facebook group and the recommendations and the solidarity and people just like 
being nice to each other and recommending things and taking care of each other and the the mutual aid and the raising of the money for like, you know, progressive social justice thing. I mean, man, this is like, it's everything I love all in one place. Yeah, me too. It's really amazing that like it exists and it exists because everyone is here. Um, the Facebook group would, I, I think we all know, would be really fun if it were just you and I in the Facebook group. Sure. Though maybe a little unnecessary. Agree. You know? Agree. Um, so it is, it, it, the heads are the best um, and have welcomed you with open arms. Open arms. Um, I know. I feel so honored. I feel so seen. Do you feel, do you feel held? I feel so feel held. held. <laughs> it's like, it's a super, it's a super safe space. It's a place of, it's a, it's a place of trust and, and validation. It's comfy. It's cozy. Yeah. I love it. It's comfy and it's cozy. It's the best. Um, we're so glad you're here. I'm sure uh, listeners are very excited to hear that you're not going anywhere anytime soon. Um, it's 2023. We took a few weeks off. So necessary because I feel like December kicked my butt. I don't know how you felt about it, but sometimes it's like you just got to like listen to your butt and your gut and take a break. So true. Um, and uh, so I wanted to start off the show by addressing some of the changes we're going to be making beyond having you as my co-host. One of the things I want to change, and this is like a self, this is like a real self-reflection moment. Okay. Is that I want to get to the shopping part of the podcast faster because I never realized how difficult it is to like, and I don't know if you feel like this because you've hosted so many different sort of like shows, both interview based and also with a co-host, but like the absolute power that comes with holding a microphone and just talking is like kind of hard to put down. Like I know the show has a point, but I'm also like, but also I want to spend 20 minutes getting to the point and no one's telling me I can't. So I'm just trying to tell myself I can't. No, I mean, if anything, I'm like, I'm like egging you on because I love just like shooting the shit. So as far (laughs) as I'm concerned, like, you know, let's like, let's spend an hour shooting the shit. (laughs) Let's spend an hour talking about shopping and let's spend another hour wrapping it up. And so we do, we do two, three hour episodes a week. That's fine. And I think no one would have a complaint about if, in fact, people would say, why stop there? And <laughs> why not four hours? I, I, but it isn't called, do you thanks just shooting the shit? True. And though, that's true. And though I wish I could go back in time and maybe rename it and then I wouldn't be here talking about this. But I think it's a, it's a me thing. Mm-hmm. I don't, it's not a you thing. It's me. It's me. It's not you. Um, but I always like, every time I listen to a podcast that I love that has like a point, you know, whether it's a recap show or no, usually it's a recap podcast, but sometimes it's like, yeah, they spend 30 minutes talking about like what's going on. And like, I don't, it's never like to a point where I'm like leaving a review being like, I don't like this conversation, yeah. but I do find myself skipping through it being like, okay, I want to hear about the episode. That's interesting. Okay. That, like we're talking about sometimes, sometimes I'm in the mood for the shooting the shit. And then I would, then I've, I've offended my own real rule. I know some people really love the shooting the shit. I think there is a way because of our artistry mm-hmm. that we will be able to weave in more of the shit with the shop. I think that's right. Right. Ra- rather than segregate and them. And that's a beautiful um, way of putting it, weaving in the shit with the shopping. Yeah, weaving in the that's shit. A, that's an example that. of the artistry that you just mentioned. That's right. A great example, actually. Um, I have that on a wooden sign above my toilet mm-hmm. in the bathroom. I got mm-hmm. it at Marshall's. Um, so we are like going to go back to just really just jumping in with the shopping, the product wrecks, the life-changing buys and the deals and the things we're excited about spending money on or the things that we're not excited about spending money on. Um, and the rest of the stuff will be woven into that along the way. And I just want to 
say first and foremost, I am a shopping head. And secondly, I am a talking head. And I just want to remember that going forward. And Sally, you got to keep me, you got to keep like, I'll keep you honest. I, w- that 25% really uh, is sort of based on how on track you can keep me so it's during like, these episodes. It's like when a salesperson works on commission, but instead it's of how much based. I sell, it's like how close to on track I keep you. Okay. I, I'm up <laughs> for the challenge, even though what I enjoy You're- most is like <laughs> tangents and changing the subject and asking you weird things. But okay. Okay. I'm in, I'm in well, it. it. Look, our our work, our work hustle isn't about what we like and what we don't like. That's it is so about true. the job. And your pay will be docked. Rise and, if I rise and grind. Okay, great. Yeah, exactly. I'm rise ready. and grind. And I also am going to introduce a little segment that I hope we can just continue. Um, and it is something I started on the G Thanks Instagram account a couple of days ago. I'm calling them the Empty Awards. Mm. So I am going to be talking about the things that I buy, use up, and then love enough to rebuy. Um, these are things that I purchase with my own money and um, things that uh, I actually like use and love. Not like I don't use any of the things I recommend, but like, you know what I mean? The, the things that are like a level up even of the regular stuff. There's a difference between buying something and liking it and then buying something and being like, and this is now something I spend money on. Totally. Um, The first one I did was the Tula um, facial cleanser, uh, which is just really wonderful. But um, Sally, I know that I'm probably more of a skincare and beauty head than Mm -hmm. you are. Mm -hmm. So it really, the empty awards can be really awarded to anything that we love and repurchase, whether it's like for ourselves or we buy it for someone else as a gift. So you should know as the co-host, um, keep track of all of the things that you're finding yourself accumulating Noted. over and over and over again, you know, because I want you to be able to award your own empty awards. I can't wait. Um, this I will do- not be on a timed schedule. This is just when okay. things are empty. When- okay. Oh, okay. Just okay. Pl- just please know that, Sally, okay? okay? Just when things are empty. Okay, And don't it. write that down in your notebook. This is orientation. Scribble, scribble, scribble. Okay. Um, scribble, scribble, scribble. Yeah, I have to send you the Tula cleanser. I do assume that you do wash your face. I do wash my face. I wash my face okay. with Cetaphil Gentle Cleanser. Great. That, a great one. Yeah. And I've had like some mixed experiences trying different skincare products due to my very sensitive skin. And oh. and here's what here's what I live in fear of. Uh, okay. Can I can I? I'm going to take us off track just for a second, but it's like no, relevant. This is, yeah, and also vulnerability is welcome here. Thank you. Okay, safe space. So when I mm-hmm. worked at BuzzFeed, one of my friends was a beauty editor, and she was like, "I'm having someone come in, and they're doing these like masks." Um, and I was like, and she was like, "We need people to like." Put, I get the masks put on them. Can you do that? And I was like, well, like my skin, like a lot of things make me break out. A lot of things like irritate my okay. skin. Like, I don't know if I should. And she's like, no, 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 this stuff won't do any of that. And I was like, really? She's like, yeah. I was like, okay. So I do the thing. The mask like won't come off. It like won't come off my face. Like everyone else, like it's like, it just like, I can't remember it like peels off or is something. It like, is it, is it like not, it's not like a face mask that you like put on your face. It's literally like you rub product you on rub your product skin. on your skin. And okay. I had to go into the bathroom at BuzzFeed, the multi-stall, you know, office bathroom and basically like sand my face down because I couldn't get it off. And I remember I was going to LA the next day 
I think like for work, maybe, I don't know. I had a trip the next day and I was like, I'd love to not go to LA with like half of my face, like sanded off and half of it with a mask on it. And it was just, I got it all off, but my face was really red and like, anyway, so that's the thing I live in fear of with these, with these new products. Okay. That does seem terrifying. Traumatic. Um, It's also one of those things that reminds you how fragile life really is. <laughs> and a good point. But, but really how, how not all <clears throat> skincare is chemical, like stuff you put on your face is chemicals, mm-hmm. right? Like wh- whether they're clean or natural or whatever, like right. it's still chemicals. It's still like a combination of things to make another thing. And like our skin, our epidermis, mm-hmm, if you will. Um, and by the way, yours is showing, um, <laughs> Uh, is so can be really really sensitive and like that is terrifying to just be like oh yeah like it's working for and and also very different from one another so like what works for someone isn't going to work for someone else so the fact that like you were in a situation where everyone else was having this great experience and you were like I literally just like raised off half my face yeah with this goop and everyone's like kind of gaslighting you and being like weird it worked for me <laughs> yeah no it can't um, do that and it would never do that but what so, it would never no your experience is not valid. yeah but what's the thing with like tula like are is it like um like what what is it that makes it so awesome i really like so i so the thing about tula that like set me off in the beginning and it's i've seen it on my feed for the last couple of years is that they went really really hard with their marketing dollars like with influencers and housewives and like bachelorette nation people. And, um, so it was very much like the only place I ever saw it was in ads. And the ads were always like, you know, really unbelievable, you know, recommendations of things. Like I am obsessed with this cleanser. It is so amazing (laughs) and it is clean. And I love that the ingredients are gentle on my face. Use this code for 20% off. I'm like, okay, I like A, get that bread, but also like B, you're not convincing me mm-hmm. um, at all. So one of my friends probably like eight or nine months ago, a friend of mine um, was like, you have to talk about Tula on the podcast. It's so good. And I was like, wait, what? Like, really? It's good? Also, I thought it was an MLM. Mm-hmm. And it's not. Um, so I picked up a bunch of Tula from Target and I started using a few things. I started using the cleanser because I was like, that's a good gateway. Also, full disclosure, I don't have sensitive skin. Okay. Um, I can – I'll, I'll tell you a skincare story that made me rethink what I literally just said. But <laughs> I, for the most part, I do not have sensitive skin. So I'm kind of up for trying a lot of things. I tried their cleanser and I bought their the under eye depuffer, which mm-hmm. um, I oh yeah, I've seen you, I've seen that on Instagram, yeah, so great. And then their vitamin C, um, because all the vitamin C, I want vitamin C on my face. It like it like brightens it and it f- makes it me feel like alive. But like vitamin C is also so expensive. It's like one of the more expensive products on the market, and their, theirs was sort of like reasonably priced. I think it was like between 40 and 54 where most of the ones that I've tried and really liked are between like 90 and like 120 which is just like that is not my bag Mm -hmm. um for something that I'm like okay you know like if I can find a dupe or like a lower price sort of better option Mm -hmm. and I started using it and I was like wait you're right this is so good like Mm. the vitamin c works better 
as just as well, if not better than the one that I was using before, which was $115 for a smaller portion of vitamin C um, serum. So then I made that swap. The cleanser, I really, really like. It makes, uh, I don't know if you have this experience, but I wash my face in the shower mostly. Like I do like a whole, you know, like you should be Cetaphil now as Tula, like cleanse down in the shower. But sometimes when you get out of the shower, your skin is like so tight. Mm. Um, uh, because it's like stripped and this doesn't give me that tightness feeling. Mm. And I really hated that tightness feeling. I didn't get it from that. And the under eye, like depuffer actually depuffed. And I was like, wait a minute. And like, then I started trying more of their products. I was like, I really like this. And I went to the Facebook group and I will, I was like, do we know that like Tula is good? <laughs> because I think that they really, it's like all the things that they thought were going to get me to open my wallet for them, like totally backfired mm -hmm. in the beginning. Like I saw all those ads and I was like, you know, I just don't believe these people. Yeah. To the point where you were like, this, this brand isn't for me. Yeah. To the point where I was like accusing them of being like a scam. Yeah. <laughs> to the point where I, I went from just like, this isn't for me to like, there's something nefarious here. Totally. Um, but when a, a trusted ally, a friend, mm -hmm. um, an ally of skin, as people call me, mm -hmm. um, came to me and was like, this is worth trying. And I tried it for the sake of research and then got really into it. That's interesting. Okay. Like, I, I mean, I'm open to the, really the cleanser. I'm afraid of putting anything no, else no. on my face, but I'm open to the I cleanser. I get it. <clears throat> I'll send you a little travel size. Oh, okay. That'd be um, awesome. Look, I got you hooked on Maya. Okay. You got so, me hooked on Maya. Uh, I feel I like- I you hooked on a lot of things. I was going to so say, yeah. I, that's, Great. yeah. You and, you and the G-Thanks heads have really- gotten yeah. me gotten me hooked on things and improved my life but if you if you like cetaphil i mean always preface the thing to say if you are very if you like cetaphil if it does the job um cerave is sort of like the same vibe like then don't change anything especially with sensitive skin like if it if it works like don't fix if it works don't fix it if it ain't if, that's what they always say if it, if it ain't brown um but but uh if you were if you would like to try then I think it's worth trying the cleanser. I just really love it. See, here's my thing. My thing with skincare is that mm -hmm. I think I don't know. My thing is like, I think it's working. I think Cetaphil's working, but maybe like, what do I not know? Do you know what I mean? It's like, because when people are really excited about their skincare, I don't, I'm like, could I be having a better experience? Because I'm not excited about my skincare. I'm just like, I wash my face with Cetaphil. I don't break out as much. Mm -hmm. And that's it. But like, what else? What else is skincare supposed to do? Is it supposed to make my face like look different? No, I mean that's more like makeup. Like, if you wanted to like make your face look different, there's like products to make your face look different. Skincare is more just like protecting, like the natural collagen and like elasticity in your face. If like that's something you care about, um, oh, shit. Like, I should probably. Be I doing hope you that, wear. Huh? I hope you wear sunscreen. I do, but I have to be honest and tell you that I know I'm supposed to like put on sunscreen even if I like go for a walk and it's overcast and I don't do that. Yes. I don't do that. Okay. I want you to start. First of all, Sally, even Aviva Drescher, famed ro Roni, real housewife of New York has said, Sally, like no joke, you guys, like this is a real story. And I hope it's okay that I'm saying this out loud, Sally, but oh, like yeah. has come up to you at like an event and oh, was yeah, like, I forgot the skincare routine. You look so youthful and you do, you present young. 
right? Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. To the point where probably that is often kind of like a point of pain for you. Yeah, um, I, I, yeah. People think I'm um, a lot younger, sometimes a kid. Yes, that's true. No one really knows you are 87, and you do look 87. Yeah, probably I'll be 88 77. In April. Yeah, you'll be 88 in April, an Aries. Um, but so you have to wear sunscreen because. Okay, but even but, when it's overcast, though. Yeah, it's just just it's not about um. And because you're Gen X, such a right? You're you're a young yeah, Gen. I know, <laughs> I know. Sorry, and the, you're Gen X. So you and I similarly, and I'm sure all the listeners too. And I know that a lot of people listening are like really well versed in the sunscreen world. But join me and like l- let's do make a mission to get Sally wear sunscreen every day. We have like an interpretation of like putting on sunscreen, mm-hmm. right? And it's like goopy, copper tone, your yeah. mom like slathering you up. You have like white cast all over your face. Everything's stuck to you. You smell like a coconut. That's all changed. Like there's just Trader Joe's makes a great one. It's $9. It's a dupe of the super goop sunscreen. It's like clear. It's really light. Mm-hmm. You just you just put it on your face. But and it really it's not greasy doesn't and all feel like stuff. sunscreen. No, 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 no. no. They, we have come so far. Okay. Uh, sunscreen I mean, world has come so far. I'm Tula open. has a sunscreen. I'll send you a little bit of that too. Okay. I mean, I'm open to – I mean, most of the reason I don't want to do it is because it's like – I don't – you know, sunscreen even at the beach, like, you know, it's like goopy and it's greasy and I just like can't be bothered. Yeah. But yeah. if it's not going to be goopy and greasy, then, I, then I'm open to it. It's not going to be goopy and greasy. Um, And also like for an overcast day, like just it, – it literally just goes on your face. Like it, it should be like kind of just – second nature it, it's not like full like naked body like lather up like honey can you do my back like mm-hmm. like it's not one of those but it's like you know get you want to get your forehead you want to get uh under your eyes like because all of yeah you got your t-zone right because those are that's where like they say they mm-hmm. <clears throat> they say Capital T. um right they them say um that like if you aren't wearing sunscreen every day, then like there's no reason to do literally any other skincare routine. And I say that to you as somebody who doesn't really do a ton of skincare, but it's like all so oh, many. Oh, I see what you're saying. It's yeah, you know what okay. I mean? it's like it's like you it's may like as well nothing, be like smoking cigarettes. A thousand percent. Okay. It's like why bother buying this like ninety dollar cream that's supposed to like keep your skin from getting crepey or like you know fix your like all of that stuff actually starts with just wearing sunscreen every day i just like put it on my face and like bring it down to like above my chest okay and then that's kind of it um and i wear a hat in the summer even when it's over but okay all right i mean yeah even when it's overcast the sun is still out you can see right i mean i know yeah okay that's fair okay all right i i'm gonna send you like two different sunscreens okay yeah yeah yeah. and I think even if it's just a, a, like a little swipey on your cheek, mm-hmm. I think I think you will enjoy it. But then, isn't my face gonna feel like it has sunscreen on it? It's gonna be. Mm-mm. It's not. No, you're gonna. You. I'm not even gonna send you the Tula one. I think the one that you're gonna like the most is the Super Goop dupe from Trader Joe's. Okay. Um, it's like nine dollars. It went like super viral this summer because Super Goop is like fifty two dollars, and this oh, is literally the same for like nine bucks. Okay. Um, Super Goop. No, it's not going to feel. It's not going to feel like what you think sunscreen feels like. Okay. It took me a while to get there too because I have a mom who 
basically wears a snowsuit to the beach. Like she's so <laughs> into sun protection. And yeah. this is because she's a child of the 50s and 60s and she was a lifeguard in the 70s. And like Ooh. they just like, smeared butter all over their totally. bodies and like yeah. went, went to the pool. And then, you know, then all of a sudden, like we're an Irish people, you know, we get, we're very freckly. We have, mm-hmm. I have very pink skin. So my mom like determined to right her own wrongs and write my story for me. Yeah. Just spent most of my childhood, like just like a bottle of Coppertone per kid per day. Like that shit like would not rub in. She put so much on me and I just was, I remember squirming and fighting yeah, it, yeah, and then yeah. you'd have to sit there and they wouldn't let you go in the water for like 15 minutes. Like, oh, you have to wait oh, for it to like okay, sink Okay, so in. your mom was not fucking around. No, she was not fucking around. I mean, to this day, if she sees like a tan line on one of us, on one of the kids, mm-hmm. she gets she gets big mad. She's like, "What the fuck?" You know, she doesn't. <laughs> one of my when she I was does not want us to get sun. I can't remember if it was when I was at BuzzFeed herself, but one of my colleagues, a health reporter, wrote a story about like the amount of sunscreen you're supposed to be using because it's like so yeah. much more than you think. Like it's a lot. Mm-hmm. Like it's a lot, a lot, a lot to like really be po- properly applying it as intended. And I feel like your mm-hmm. mom was like ahead of the curve if she was like slathering you with like that much she, of it. She was like, she looked at those reports and she said, no, I don't believe that. That is not enough. We're going to double the recipe. Double it just and to be safe. It, yeah. They're like, you know, 10, fi- you know, all 10 finger lengths on like an adult body or whatever. And my mom's like, how about a full bottle on an eight-year-old? Per kid. Yeah. Like per kid. I mean, that that's all I remember. And like just the sand stick. I think today I still have like a inert sort of um, biologically driven hatred of the beach mm-hmm. because the feeling of salt and sand on my skin mixed with sunscreen truly makes me want to rocket shit myself. It's like, a terrible feeling. It's a terrible, terrible. It is when will they take a, when will so they make gross. a sunscreen that you can just take as a pill? That's what we need. <sighs> well, Sally, women in STEM, I don't know, but like. Let's invent it. Let's you and I invent it. Who, who We have time. We have time. Well, how hard can we it can be? How hard can like, it give be? Me a break. We have a vaccine. You know, remember before the vaccine came out and people were like, the shortest time a vaccine has ever been created is four years. Mm-hmm. So we're like really fucked. And then like six months later, they were like, we have this vaccine. I'm like, no offense, but like scientists, like so lazy. I'm just kidding. Like why like, like, like why weren't we doing want... this the whole time kind of thing? Well, it's well, it's like, okay, you said like four years, but you're you're proving to me. It's like the way that like you um you don't want to do something so well because then that expectation yeah, is raised that's for true. you. Yeah, keep the expectations so low like, and then over over deliver. Like like just like forever grateful to all of the women in STEM and I guess the men in STEM as well for the vaccine. But now it's like I've seen what you're capable of and I have like a wish list of things. Totally. And like when can you get to sunscreen? Keep and it moving. Form. Yeah, to- yeah. Listen. I mean, we have penicillin. Hello. I mean, if you can make penicillin and and stop virus in its tracks if we don't have typhoid anymore it does seem like it's just a matter of like priority and we need to we need to get these scientists we to need to lobby we need to be lobbyists i think that's right yeah that's right i mean we also like and i love you've heard me talk about the acne dots that i'm obsessed with so much the yeah well ones. you turned me into a believer they're a amazing believer. but also it's a, it's a th- believer that's the thing that i say the most which is the pandemic distracted us from the the extremely incredible advances we made in in zit uh management (laughs) um because like if middle school me knew that there was like a sticker you could put on your on your zit on your face 
and it would like administer whatever you needed like right to the spot and then within like 8 to 12 hours it would be gone. No, I like, I'd be like holy shit. I didn't believe it. Like I was like this can't be because when we were growing up it was like yeah, they would sell you all kinds of shit, but guess what? None of it did any goddamn thing except for make you break out except more. for make you except- break out way more and also yeah. like some somehow make you break out more and dry your skin at the same time. Yes. And those yeah. things really work. I mean, my mm-hmm. god. I know. It's amazing. And I think sunscreen and pill form is next. Truly, I would love to just be radiating negative energy How can it towards not, the sun. I feel like someone's got to be working on this. There's some like disruptor that's out here like yeah. working on this. I mean, meanwhile, like Elon, I mean, I don't think it's Elon Musk's, but like really, like you're going to buy Twitter for $44 billion when you could be making the sunscreen pill? The sunscreen, yeah, the sunscreen pill. And then we could be like, I'm on the pill, the sunscreen pill. <laughs> that would be the marketing campaign for it and it would be <laughs> it would amazing. Be. Hire us to advertise. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I'm going to send you the tool. I'm going to send you a travel tool, a cleanser. Okay. I'm going to send you a, um, if I can find it, if Trader Joe's is still carrying it. It was so, it was so wild because I'm in a bunch of Trader Joe's Facebook groups. Um, I lurk in those ones. Mm-hmm. It's like re- meal ideas or people. Th- there's always fights in the Trader Joe's Facebook groups about like, whether going to Trader Joe's and buying up the stock of something they have is like hoarding or it's like a good thing because it shows that people like want it and still so keep it even in stock. But, but people used to get, it's like, Oh, I found them at my Trader Joe's and I bought five and people would be like, wow, fuck you. Like oh it was like God. a whole, I, I, I this oh, is the kind of so fun. internet fight. I really enjoy watching like play out. Yeah, when my favorite seasons of Housewives are on breaks, I go to the Trader, go to the Trader Joe's, Trader Joe's Facebook, Facebook group. group. Yeah, the Real Housewives of Trader Joe's. Um, well, so I- I'll see if they still carry it. But if not, I'll send you a Tula. But I think we're going to start. You're going to do a finger length. Okay. Two finger lengths of sunscreen. Okay. So you're going to put sunscreen from the one f- part of your finger to the other. Mm-hmm. I don't know any terminology sure. about phalanges. And then you're just going to put it on your face and rub it in and go about your day. Okay. And I'm well, I go to the Tej every Sunday, so I'm going to see if they have it when I go. This look weekend. for it. It's in the it's in the care aisle, okay. obviously. Um I'll send you a picture so you know what to look for. Okay. Um I also like spray sunscreen. Nevertheless, she persisted. That is we are going to get you to wear SPF. That is going to be like the G thanks heads, like all of us come together for like a common goal all a the 2023 time. resolution. Two dollar, yeah. This is our first two dollar Thursday of the year. Is we're it's not money based. We're just gonna get you sunscreen. Okay. And we're gonna and one of us is gonna show up at your house every single day. And we're gonna take it. shifts and and apply it okay. for you. All like right. my and my mom is gonna be the first one. Now I'm she's gonna come with a persuaded. bottle of no ad. <laughs> um yeah, I think it's just that's the thing that's like if your question is like, what am I doing and what will skincare do to my face? And there's nothing I can tell you if you're not wearing sunscreen. Okay, then that's then fair. it's all just bells and whistles. Okay, okay, that's fair. Um, so, okay, see, look, we were able to sort of shoot the shit, but like with a but purpose. But like with a purpose. We no, you're right. That's the artistry. Shoot the shit with a purpose. That's the artistry we talked about. Um, so I have to tell you, Sally. Yes. I want to tell you about the activity I did this weekend and the $10 I spent. To make it worthwhile. Wait, Caroline, I desperately have to pee. Can we pause for like one (gasps) second? Yeah, we can, but I'm docking your pay. You have a five minute break or I call the union. (laughs) Okay, perfect. I'll be right back. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, no problem. Okay, so Sally, you peed. We're back. We're back. I have to tell you about the $10 I spent to do an organizational project that I have been putting off for probably three years, which is. 
reorganizing my fridge and how I put food in my fridge and how I sort of uh, decide what goes where. Oh, wow. So this is a whole, this isn't just like cleaned things out. This is like a whole new, no, no, no. a whole new lifestyle. There's a system. Okay. It's a system okay. because, oh God, you have to, we have two, you know, ADD adults in the room and I don't say that in the house. I mean, not in the room. And I don't say that as like a, I don't say that lightly. I say that as two diagnosed way before it was trendy, diagnosis date, 1998, Dan was diagnosed in like mid 2000s. Both medicated, but severely damaged ADHD adults. Like, if I can't see it in the fridge, it doesn't exist. It doesn't exist. And that leads to a lot of gross revelations time and time later. Like, it leads to a lot of conversations that are like, how long has this bacon been here? Or like, oof, yeah. And that's, and it's like, it's never like, you know, just raw bacon, like without a package. But, you know, you don't want to look at like a thing of tin foil. And not know. Um, yeah, because I you mean, always want to look at tinfoil and know. And I think it's sort of the mantra of my life. Yeah, I mean, you don't you don't want to have to discover something by opening the package. Yeah, and and trust trust that I will not. Um, I can I will clean a bathroom. I will clean a toilet any day of my life, a public toilet even, but a fridge really. Like a, a old food yeah. does something to me that I cannot. So. Instead of handling it straight on, I did my my classic, you know, wait three years and sure, and then you gotta, you gotta build two, up the the you gotta you have do. a long runway to do that kind of a right. Project. You gotta have a long runway. First of all, I have to let it simmer for three years. I had to let it stress me out, be the root cause of sort of many fights and lots of anxiety. Sure, and then I finally said, I bet you know, with ten dollars and two hours, I can get this done. And by God, I think I did it in an hour and a half. So what I did was I was at Target as usual mm-hmm. and. In the dollar spot, you know, the dollar spot in the front of Target. Totally. Which you might have noticed, like with inflation and the rising cost of everything, uh, is now more like the five dollar spot. Yeah, I was gonna say anything costs a dollar. No, nothing nothing costs a dollar anymore. Except for one fifth of a thing in Target. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Except if right, except if you're sharing this five dollar thing with five people. (laughs) Exactly. Um but they had these plastic um Lazy Susans that suction to the surface. Oh. So, you know, your refrigerator shelving is glass. And I bought two, $5 a piece from the $5 spot. And I was like, I'm going to make this. This is going to be the thing. This is the $10 like purchase impetus to like get this done. And I came home and just took a huge trash bag and like was relentless, like washed all of the Tupperware, like really like looked at every single condiment. Do you need to go? Do you have like a thing? No, Manny is, uh, Andrea is not okay. here. And um, cats are hard. And Manny is being really yowly and needy. And I'm I'm trying to um, tend to him. That's fine. So that he shuts yeah. up. But I don't need to go. I can't but hear I am him good. on my side. Okay, good. Just good. so you know. Good. Um, but do whatever you got to do. No, no, I mean, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I, I'm 100% paying attention. I'm, I'm also mm. just looking at him to see if I can get him. No, to I know you are. Him. But you can always interrupt me and just be like, hold on okay. a sec, cat. Thank you. Um, so I brought them home and I was, I was just relentless in my cleaning out and I looked at every single condiment, like, like, and then that's when you discover like the worst of yourself, you know, which is that currently it's, it's not refrigerated, but currently Dan and I have three huge 
bottles of Tums that each have about six Tums missing mm-hmm. from them. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's just because we can't see where they are. Right. And we yeah, don't yeah, have like yeah. a designated yes. place. I, I, I understand this lifestyle. For sure. A waste of money. It's like how, it's like, do we have Tums? No. We do not only have Tums. We have like enough Tums to last probably four years yeah, yeah, in yeah. this house this currently. Is, this is a thing that happens in our household with like Tylenol and Advil when mm-hmm. I'm in charge of things because I, if I don't see something immediately, I assume we don't have it and I just buy more. Um, yes. Andrea is not like that. She's very organized and she like knows where things are. But you do really have to commit to like keeping an inventory of things, which I find very difficult. You do. And it's like, I don't want to keep an inventory at my house. So like the other uh, the other option, I guess, is just to be organized and have like a place for things. And I, am try- I know. It's like, oh, loser. Like I'd <laughs> rather spend many hours and money rebuying Tums than just have a place where the Tums go. Right. Um, and that's how I figured, you know, it's like we have so many mustards. We have so many ketchups. But the one thing that I think we had to uh, – too much of was jelly. For some reason, we had like three open things of like sort of like a uh, charcuterie plate style okay, preserved. Yeah. Who needs that much jelly? No one. But it was, de- and it's definitely not like, oh, three different kinds of jelly that we like for different reasons. It's definitely like, we need jelly. I'm just going to buy some jelly. Yeah. Just like duplicates. Not realizing we already had, yeah, duplicates. And every jelly is like fig. It's like not even fun. It wasn't even like we had different flavors of preserve. It's like multiple fig preserves. Um, so in one, and I'll show, I'll share a picture because I'm really proud of it. And every time I open the fridge now, I'm like, in one um, rotator, I put, you're not going to believe this. Hold on to your butt. Okay. Cheese. Because cheese is the thing that gets lodged in the back. Sure. And you pull it out and you're like, this was $9 and I wasted it because now it's now it looks like blue cheese and it was not blue cheese. And it was not initially. To begin with. So now I have this rotating wheel of cheese. There's like the shredded cheese that we use for things. There's like, like we always have like a spread for like crackers. We like, and now it's like cheese, a literal cheese wheel. Brilliant. Brilliant. And the other one is condiments. And then I bought a uh, a drawer, like a plastic drawer type size, like a bin. And in that one, everything that's like pickles or a pickled thing. So oh. there's olives and pickles. And that was the other thing, like many jars of like cornichons, like half eaten. I literally, my entire fridge is a charcuterie. Plate. I know. It sounds amazing, actually. I feel like I would um, do really well uh, like at a, for an extended stay at your place because it's just like you would. really nice like snacks, like apps. That's the way that I eat is like cheese, bread, meat, um, vegetable. Well, it's not so and like, like in in no other. It's like in everything in its rare, like raw form. Totally, it's like a deconstructed. Um, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Meal. Raw beef. Sure. Um, <laughs> I just just buy the handful, and then so the pickles are in their own place. The cheese, it's in a, to seize it is in his own place, and then the condiments are in their own place, and then it's like. Then I got once the condiments were out of the door, I started thinking, and it reminded me of this TikTok that I saw that I saved, and I'll try to find it because I'm sure I saved it. Um, it is like it's like fridge organization for ADD adults, mm. and what it said is to store all of your perishable food in the door of the fridge. Ooh. And in your crisper or in your drawers that you don't see that are not like in front of you every time you open the fridge to put your ketchup and your mustard and your condiments because those things aren't going to go bad. You're not going to forget that they're there. But if you have like, 
I don't know, like cucumbers, you put them in the door because then you open it and you see. It's really smart. Literally, visually. with your, it is. It goes against everything that like Dan believes about how like a fridge, you know, there's like really, there's like scientific women in STEM-esque methods to organizing fridges. Like you don't put beverages in the door because they're the ones that get the most air from the outside when you open. Like, I don't believe in any of that. I know. It's like, right, exactly. That's, that's my belief system. But again, I am an ally to others who believe You believe in freedom of religion. I do. And that's what makes me, Caroline Moss, proud to be. An American. Um, I, so I was like, let's, I want to try this because the crisper is like truly where good intentions go to die Mm -hmm. in this house. There's always, you know, you got to buy that, you got to buy the bag of spinach just to let it wilt and throw out into it. You don't want to let it wilt. Emotional support. Yeah. You don't want to let it wilt in the store shelf. You want to bring it home and let it wilt in your crisper. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. I want it to like be really juiced up at the bottom. Yeah. And be like, when did we buy this? Wah. Um, but that's what I'm trying. So now that I have the condiments out of the door, I'm putting some of the vegetables in the door. Love that. And in hopes that I see them and go through them faster. So right now in my door, I have like a little bag of broccoli from Trader Joe's and like the bag of carrots. Um, and I think one more thing, maybe shaved Brussels sprouts. And I'm going to see if I can, like, actually use the food that I buy. I really, I hate, I hate contributing to food waste in any way, but there's nothing worse than being like, I forgot I bought this bag of Brussels sprouts. And now, like, this bag, this completely sealed bag is just garbage. Yeah, totally. It's just, it's full of slime. It's full of slime. And it's because I, my brain doesn't work in a way that, a remembers I bought it. B remembers where I put it. C remembers to ever look for it. So mm-hmm. I have to. It's like help me, help me. Yeah, you know, yeah I gotta yeah. put those Brussels sprouts in the in the shelving. And and there there is. I've never seen anyone else talk about it except for this TikTok. But it does make sense. Like like yeah, you know, if you know you have ketchup, you get it from the drawer. Like, but the ketchup is always like front and center. Right. Whereas so many other things are like shoved in the back. Well, it kind of it makes um, me think of how many things in our society are designed for like people with like non- Neurotypical. Yeah. Like neurotypical people or people without disabilities or anything like that, where it's like, you know, it's like the, the, the way the, the shelves on the door are, they only fit a certain shape of thing. And if you want to do something different, it's not going to fit as nicely. And that's, and it's like all that science about what you should put where doesn't necessarily take into consideration the different like needs That's right. and things people have. It's just it's kind of it's kind of interesting once you start noticing how few things are designed for Totally. how how many things are designed for people who are neurotypical and don't have disabilities and stuff like that. You sort of can't unsee it. Yeah, absolutely. And I, and I think it's like and a fridge is like the least of our worries because the fridge even though they say like this is how you should stock a fridge, it still is up to you. Yeah. how you want to do True. it, you know? I mean, but it really does make you think that like the the thing that people purport to be the right way is often not the best for everyone. Totally. And that's why my carrots are in on in the, the door. door and my ketchup is in a drawer. You just, my, ca- my carrots are on the door and my ketchup is in, in a drawer. drawer. And that's also a, a sign I got at Target yeah. or at Marshall's. Um, and it hang- that hangs in my bathroom. That um, That is in so many Airbnbs I, I've been to. <laughs> it's like that the Etsy script. Yeah, And it exactly. just says carrots in the door, ketchup in the drawer. <laughs> I actually think that would be 
a sign I would be willing to put up in yeah, my house. Yeah, that's actually pretty good. Um, but it really is like a thing that has plagued me for so long. And like full disclosure, it's been like I'm on what day five of my fridge looking like this. Like, let's see how long it lasts. Sure. You never know. I've again the road the road to my carrots is paved with good intentions. But um, from the crisper drawer, from the crisper drawer. But I really am feeling optimistic about it because the fridge was a place where it was like you know it's like the messy closet in your house where you're like I just don't want to look at it because looking at it like stresses me out Mm -hmm. and so I also think that contributed for us to a little me mostly Dan doesn't really get bothered by it but like oh I want to like avoid this place yeah so like I'm not gonna even bother and now in the last couple days I found myself being like okay I can see what's in front of me and therefore I, I can put to get visually like, kind of put together a meal without getting overwhelmed. I love it. Which sounds silly, but my brain is uh, broken in mysterious ways. And it doesn't that's sound, how I have to operate. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't sound silly at all. I feel like any anything that would remove a barrier from me to like actually preparing food that I've bought instead of just being like, I can't deal. I'm just going to eat more dry cereal is like, is great as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> Right, exactly. Or like just doing takeout, like like going to the grocery store and like buying groceries with like every intention and then just like getting overwhelmed and like ordering sushi. Totally. I and mean, that's like a that's like a classic Caroline move. But Sounds um, delicious though. I know I know that you, I just sort of co-opted this entire conversation, no. but I know that you had told me that the new year for you was sort of about taking stock, inventory, and purging. So is there anything that you have been doing in the last couple of weeks that's been on your road to your carrots. Yes. So, so we have like a bunch of stuff in our basement. We have like a door and a door frame and like a cupboard. And those sure. we they've just been like And I just want to say a door that's not connected to a door. Right. A door that's not connected it's to just anything. A door. It's just a door. Okay. It used to be on our third floor, but we got it removed. And it's just been the, the thing is is that we have a basement that has a lot of room. And so we tend to just like put stuff down there and we're like, ah, we'll deal with that later. And we're sort of like getting to the point where like later has to be like pretty soon because it's just like kind of filling up. So we have like that stuff that needs to get hauled away, which I'm finally yep. like re- making a plan for. But, you know, I've been spending three years working up to this point. And then a lot of clothing, which I actually, my plan for that is to go to the G Thanks group on Facebook and see where people donate clothes to. Because I've heard you say yep. before that like Goodwill just like throws them out or something. Uh, they just get so many donations and clothing fast fashion is so overwhelming that like there's just not enough room or demand for like stuff um especially stuff that's like you know your fast fashion type yeah. clothing and i know you always doing like sheen hauls you know me um, but yeah i have but- so much i didn't know what that was until recently <laughs> and i started now you know i started getting ads for like an entire suit for like 9.99 <laughs> and i was like that i love a bargain as much as the next guy but that doesn't sound great um, there are, yeah, that does question. There's actually one of our, I'll tell you and I'll plug her business. I'm excited. One of my um, guests before, like a couple summers ago, um, Tanette Griffin started, quit her job and started a company called Farewell Exchange, which is basically like she sends you a bag, you, you fill it up and send them to her. And then she resells the clothing and keeps the, cy- the cycle in the clothing in cycle, you know, it's never going to go to a landfill. Nice. I'm so gonna, it just becomes like her inventory. Okay. I think you should. She's great. 
black woman owned business. She's amazing. I'm actually looking at her Christmas card right now. She nice. sent it to me. Very cute. Um, very beautiful. And, uh, and has been working hard at this and is like really, I think I found her because she was like doing Poshmark for a really long time. And then she was like, I'm just going to do this without Poshmark. But she is one of the first people that I followed on Instagram that was documenting all of the stuff she was finding on the street, like the things people were just throwing away. Yeah. And she went, she calls them trashers. And it's just like really nice. Like she found like a perfectly usable, not broken, nothing wrong with it. Huge Apple monitor. Whoa. Um, what? Just like sitting on the curb for a trash day. Is she in New York? And she's in Jersey. Okay. And uh, so, yes, yeah, so she does farewell exchange, and that's exactly where you should send your clothes because if you're worried about contributing to the landfill and you're but and you have a lot to get rid of and they're in good condition yeah then she knows exactly what to do with okay them. so I, i'm definitely going to do that the, okay the other thing that we did so i feel I'm, i feel uh like a fake because i have to be honest and tell you that andrea is really the person who like she just over the weekend reorganized our whole closet in the kitchen that has like everything She's such a goodie She's amazing. Also, she like loves um, – I think she looks at reorganizing closets as like doing a jigsaw puzzle IRL where she's just like really psyched to see um, how to make things fit. So I – over um, – no, it was actually before the holidays. I was cat sitting for a friend and he had like – to feed their cat, he had this like tub that you just open the top of and like stick a scooper in it. And it was so easy to feed his cat. And so I decided, I got into my head that instead of having plastic containers that are like I, probably a couple quarts that you have to take out and take the lid off of and scoop, I was going to get yeah. a thing that you just, a collapsible thing that you put on the floor, you open yeah. and you scoop from. So I got two of those, Ooh. not think, which I love. I love them. Yeah. Without thinking that it would cause us to have to rearrange that entire closet where we keep the cat food. And that is so me. Like I buy some, like I would buy like a third chair and then it doesn't matter if we like don't have room for another chair. Right. Like, it's like, I love the chair. Right. It makes sense. Measure never not cut forever. <laughs> yeah. So, so Andrea exactly. was like, exactly. this is cool, but, and I guess it's more convenient, but like, where are these going to go? So we had this whole thing. <laughs> she wow, re- asking the hard questions. I know. I know. And <laughs> she had been wanting to rearrange the closet anyway. So she did that. And we, mm. the, what really made it work is that these containers they can be really tall, but they also collapse. And so basically oh. what we ended up with is is something that's like kind of between Andrea's ideal, which is like a little thing that sits on a shelf, and my ideal, which is a massive thing on the floor. So, so now, it's like you collapse it like halfway. We collapsed kind of it thing? like halfway. So mm. it's in a place where – the other thing we're limited by is my height. I just can't reach after a certain point. So – there are a lot of things to navigate, but now we've collapsed them and you just pop the lid and you scoop. I'm happy. Andrea's happy. Um, and we came up with all this extra stuff that we also have to purge, which we have a WhatsApp uh, like chat for our block. And it's a very active – like if you want to give something away, like you post in the block chat and someone will come wow. like snag it no matter what it is. You could be like – Like an elevated buy nothing. It Totally. You could be like I have – like I accidentally bought like gluten-free – crackers and like ate and half ate of them. Two. Yep, yeah. Yep, I totally. ate half of them. And then the other half, like I dropped in the sink, but I put them all back in the package. Does anyone want them? And immediately someone's like, yes. So 
the other thing I've been doing is oh I've my been, God, they should be coming for my Brussels sprouts. They would take I them. Need that. They would because they would do. They would like start a community yeah, garden with them. Or something. Them. Yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. Um, I love but that. so the other thing I did was like, I it's my so Andrea did all of the like rearranging and cleaning out of stuff, and now it's my job to like take photos of all these things and then. Uh, you know, put them on the on the group chat and be like, who wants to take this? So it's farewell exchange. It's that. And then these two containers, nice. which um, I can send you the link to, which I just think are um, – I want to say, yeah. They're by Grope Can, which is like an amazing company name. Grope Can? Grope Can. I don't know. I don't know what to make of it. I'm putting it in the chat. Ugh, I don't want to think too hard about it. I know. Um, I got one in like Grope millennial Can. pink and one in like a, a millennial mint color. <gasps> Oh, I love stuff like this. Right? Are they – wait, 50 pounds? 30 – this is big. It's really big. Oh, my God. You know, now that I this think about amazing. it, we could probably also do it for um, litter. Uh, Yeah. But, yeah, I, I love them. awesome. How come- did you – how did you – grope can? How did you come across these? Um, I think I started – my, my my friend Lucas had this big like bin to scoop out of and I was like, I want one of those. And I just started searching on Amazon for like different bins. And then I came – there's always the one that's like, it's silicone and it's BPA-free. It's food-grade material and it collapses and it has the thing and the other thing. And I'm like, yes, yes, yes. So I just – I think I just <laughs> came across it. And it comes with like a little – also a collapsible, like a separate little like water bowl. It just comes with like a couple accessories. It's – very functional. It's see, it's airtight. I love it. Wow, Grope Can is baby, so great Grope. Well, I love. I'm the and CEO of Grope too, Can. Yeah. Well, that is amazing. It does. It looks like it rolls. Wow, and it's forty dollars. Yeah, it's what's it is fucking. What's the catch? I know, I know. I I feel like the catch is that's forty dollars. That it's like kind of steep. But it's I also, don't know though because it's functional, if this, it's cute. It, and it's is it silicone yeah i think so or, or is it is it like is it like a hard plastic or is it like a oh, silicone okay. plastic it's, that like it's bpa free high density polyethylene plastic which is tough and durable sure. oh the middle folding part is made of tpr material uh tpr yes yeah uh, good old tpr so that's probably a little bit bendy and then it, it's like sandwiched by harder yeah plastic. exactly i mean 40 dollars doesn't seem that steep for something like this that holds 30 pounds of something. Yeah. And I also feel like it's the one of those things where I'm trying to get better about spending more money on a thing if it means it's it's going to last longer and I'm not yeah, going to be replacing just it. And spend it one, buy it right the first time. Kind yeah. Of thing. Buy, mm-hmm. buy cheap, buy twice. So, right. <laughs> um, so I think, yeah. So this is like, this is uh, I'm a grope head. Now. I'm a grope head. This is you're a groper. We, we I'm always a hardcore say that about groper. you. Yeah, you're a hardcore you know, groper. You know, Sally. This they're is a so good. <laughs> they're a groper. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 
they did a really great job and then they come in white I, I like the white oh you could put rice in it yeah that's the other thing too is like I feel like if you're if you make like a lot of like oatmeal or you're you bake a lot you know you could do yep. oats you could do flour I feel like you could really kind of do anything in here yeah, this is awesome. I love that they give you, uh, they're like, put, there's um a picture of the white one and it just shows you all the things you can put in it. It's like rice, millet, mung bean, oats, pet food, corn. It's like, yeah, like all of these things that are basically the same size. All of the items um, that you can think of. All the items. I love that. You definitely could do litter. Right? Yeah, totally. Great. Wow, this is such a good find. Yeah, so I'm pretty psyched about old grope can. So like old I grope I, can. I feel like this did kind of even though like I think Andrea might be a little skeptical of grope can, what I will mm. say is that now instead of having like a containers plus like their bags of food that we have to keep replenishing. Like we have to keep replenishing the containers with bags of food. Now it's just like we dump their food into a thing. I, I think like on balance, it's like it's like saving space and it's more convenient. I feel like Andrea might – I have a feeling she's going to listen to this episode and, and be like, we have to talk about what you said, um, which, which is fine. <laughs> we can talk about it. But I think overall, it's like saving space and adding convenience. I think that this is really smart. I think that the collapsible thing just makes it. Yeah. Collapsible thing is great. I think it really does. I think that is the thing that is like the selling point. That's the thing that – and on wheels, mm -hmm. what 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 I'm actually surprised – like this is the thing that seems like it's going to be something that's co-opted very quickly by an Instagram B2C company. What's B2C? Um, like business to – consumer oh, like oh, direct okay. like got it, got like it. no you can't buy it in a store you just order it via website um and uh you know put some cute little branding on it and charge like 89 dollars for it yeah because they are really cute is the other thing like yeah they're cute the they're colors cute. are cute that is they are aesthetic yeah. as gen z would say yeah exactly which i have a real problem when people will be like someone was like i want to be more aesthetic this year and i was like what are we, we're like, just changing how what that word means, I guess. Yeah, we're just changing how that word means and, and how you use it. But, okay. I mean, yeah, I guess the English la language is always evolving, but I actually want to draw a hard line at like, I want to be aesthetic. No, yeah. I think um, sometimes we do just have to um, uh, draw a line. Pronouns, yes. Using aesthetic as a thing, as an adjective, no. Hard pass. Um, hard pass. Uh, okay. I love that. We'll link to that. We'll link to my, my Lazy Susans, which will make you less lazy and don't call me Susan. And more Susan, uh, right. And right, less lazy, more Susan. Also tattooed that on my <laughs> back. Um, more, that's the theme of 2023. Less lazy, more Susan. Yeah, that's like that's uh, our intention for going into 2023. I, <laughs> I love the mantra that I chanted at midnight. I love that so much. Uh, and then the last thing, Sally, I want to end our episodes with. Mm -hmm. um, again, the road to a year of podcasting is paved with good intentions, but I am really trying to build in some things that people can come to expect every episode. It's like, I want to recommend something at the end of every episode that it's like, you can't buy it. Um, either maybe it's something that you watch or a TikTok or an account or um, like a practice or I don't know, anything, anything that doesn't require shopping, but something that you recommend. And I'm going to start because um, I don't know if you have one. I know that I, I had do, I mentioned do. it, but OK, good, good, good. Um, do you want to start then or would you like me to start? No, no, you start. You go. So my thing that I'm recommending is something that my friend Molly introduced me to, and it is <laughs> line dancing TikTok. I don't I am using TikTok 
as TV now. I, I put it off for three years and now I realize I'm never going to make a TikTok beyond the Leah Michelle one because um, I couldn't not. And But now I feel like I always felt like TikTok, the, my For You page was not showing me what I wanted to see. And I think I'm the real key is like you have to spend enough time on it to teach the algorithm what you want to watch and what you like. And so mm-hmm. I'm spending a lot of time on line dancing TikTok. Now, line dancing, you might be thinking is old people, uh, the electric slide, um, mm-hmm. two hops this time, uh, you know, the Macarena. And what I'm here to tell you is that allegedly, based on my findings, there are so many different line dances that can be done on different uh, to different tempos hmm. and that work for a ton of top 40 hits. And apparently, if you live in the South, um, because that's where all of my the videos I watch are generating from, uh, you just inherently know these dances. Hmm. And have I showed you? Have you seen any of these? Did you see? I think I the saw ones that I put. Yeah, I saw something that you posted on Instagram. <gasps> Where this and it's and it's also the thing that I find really fascinating about it is that a lot of it is straight white men who are dancing and it's kind of like a little homoerotic and like the whole thing is like really fascinating to me. But like I want you to watch this like as we are recording because okay. I just feel like it's important for you. I wanted to get your. Are you sending me a link? Um, I'm gonna text. I'm texting okay. you the video. Yeah. So this is these are a couple that I love the most. And um, there's something like really pure and like fun about it. Um, so I'm going to send you two that I love. Okay. Um, and it's the same guy. His name is Shane Murphy. Mm-hmm. Classic line dancer name. Sure. Now w- watch. So they're going to go through and I'm going to play them into my microphone while you're watching. Okay. I'll mute um, my so mic. So people can hear or no, you what you're listening. No, no. You could, yeah, yeah. Sally reacts line dancing TikTok. Um, the try guys move over. Uh, whatever <laughs> happened to them? Another episode. Who can say? So, who can say? I'm gonna have you watch the first one first, and that's the one where he's in a white t shirt and he is not facing the camera. It hasn't gone through yet, but it is about to. Okay. Um, you said you're texting, right? something? not not Instagram. Yes. Okay. Yes. Uh, just texting. Um, it's probably taking a second. We've gotten a lot of rain in LA, uh, which means that like every so often text the lights go slower in the rain. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> SMS, right? Uh, John text can't oh, get yeah, through. He, okay, here we go. Overtime. So, so um, let me know when you click play, and then I'll click play so for everybody else. The first one is, is um, he has his back to the okay, camera. Okay. He's in a white T-shirt. Okay, right, I'm going to hit play now. Great. <laughs> Such casual fun. Yes. The it's just swag. A relaxed, swaggy time. Wait, is this a planned thing? Like, is this choreographed? Yeah, it's a line dance. It's a line dance, so they know all the steps. Oh. Look at that. Okay. Do you know what I mean about the homoeroticness of it? Yeah. Uh, it's really, this is the most like laid back, but yes. well choreographed, like dance I've ever seen. I mean, like they're so casual, but it's so 
precise. It's incredible. And I think what it really goes against is my interpretation of, and I, I have full disclosure, have really only ever lived in the coastal cities mm-hmm. and coastal in the Northeast, elite. but sort of my interpretation of masculinity in the South, which is kind of a fellas, is it gay to line dance mm-hmm. with your friends and do trust falls, choreograph trust falls. Mm-hmm. And this goes, this flies in the face of a kind of everything I've ever really thought. It's breaking stereotypes for me. Yeah. They're enjoying and, each other's bodies in a dance. And whether way. they're gay or not doesn't really matter mm-hmm. to me. It just feels like it's just a thing that kind of came out of nowhere. And they're like young. Yeah. Like, yeah. They're like young. No, they are, they're, they're young. Twi- and they look really cool. They, I just, and this they isn't what I expected. Is what I said. Exactly. Yeah. I'm just telling, I'm telling you, that's why it's so exciting. Can I watch like, the second one? I want you to. Yeah. Let's. So tell me when you're going to click play and I'll put click play for everyone else. All right. I'm going to do it now. All right. So. Okay. Again, I have to say this to me is the definition of being cool effortlessly. Yes. Because they really just. They look almost like they don't care. I, yeah, I'm not going to say they look like indifferent, but they look very like ho hum. I'm just doing this choreographed yeah. dance. Right. But so I don't get. Does every song have its. I'm sorry to not know this, but does every song have its own dance? No. I, look, all of these questions similarly hard for me to answer to because I don't know. But what I'm learning by watching TikTok and almost obsessively in the last couple of weeks watching line dancing TikTok. Is, yeah, um, sorry. I just have so many is, questions. No, no, no. It's fine. It's just what I've learned is there seem to be a bunch of different dances mm-hmm. that would work based on the beat of whatever song comes I see. On. Okay. So it's not necessarily like the dance to... Uh, uh, what is that Rihanna song called? S and M or whatever. Um, Don't know. It's not necessarily like that song. It's like a uh, you know, a four four tempo or whatever. Like music heads know. Mm-hmm. Like you know, to like 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 the way that like oh, when a waltz comes on, you know oh, that it's like right, one right, two three, right, right, one right, two three. Right. Okay. So like when a song with this beat comes on, it's like this is the dance you do when it's this tempo. Um, and it and then it, then it is also as evidenced by Shane Murphy, uh, the guy who has this account that I've been following. It's like then it's like there's the basic steps, and then you add your mm, kind of swagger to it, like okay. that trust fall in the Men in Black uh, one. Okay, okay. Or forget me not. Um, and what I love about it is that, right? It's effortless. It's so nonchalant, and it just is like. You just don't usually see the level of expertise in something like that and uh, completely contradicting the level of earnestness in the approach to it. So true, yeah. And so it's kind of like they just look really cool doing it. Yeah. And it's so, it's fun. It's so fun to watch. Yeah, it is. Is this guy, is Shane Murphy, um, like, is he like an expert or is he like learning? Because another thing is that 
this isn't a thing where you watch and you're like, whoa, these dancers are amazing. You watch and you're like, this is really cool. I could probably do this. Right? What do you say? Yeah. I think this is someone who's probably picked up on it over time and also just has confidence and like, hey, Lottie, has confidence and like just is a, has rhythm. Amazing. I think what you kind of um, There's another one I'll send to you right now since you seem to like this and I want to, I do want to keep sharing. Totally into um, it. There's a guy named Dakota, but and the thing that's funny about him is that he's kind of a, he's really good, but he's kind of a one trick pony. He like only dances to like Shivers by Ed Sheeran, which is like kind of funny to think about. Like <laughs> he has his like one song and he like literally his TikTok is like 40 videos of him line dancing <laughs> Shivers by Ed Sheeran. And I don't think he's doing it as a joke. That's incredible. Um, but he's also really good. And and it's interesting because because also and it doesn't come up in the Shane videos so often. And I think you could see in the Shane videos, there's also a lot of people of color in those videos. There's black men like in the Dakota videos. What I noticed when I started watching those was just the amount of um, like in one of Shane's videos. Also, he's wearing like a Bush Reagan uh, shirt, okay. unironically, I think oh, like no. there there is a level of like, I don't think our politics align. Yeah. I actually would bet money that they don't. But then it's also, and I'm not saying line dancing well and with swagger um, makes me forgive you for the things that maybe we don't have in common that are like basic human rights mm -hmm. based. But it really is like unexpected mm -hmm. that, you know, you look at a shirt that says like, 45 something about 45 which is in reference to president trump mm -hmm. and then feeling like okay so like what about what about like getting on the floor and doing like a choreographed dance with all of your boys <laughs> feels like um it's almost like like uh, we might have more in common than you think, but like in an in like not a meaningful way. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Okay, so the Dakota one went through. So tell me when Wait, you're going to press play. This is also Shane Murphy, though. Is that right? Yes. So they met, okay. and I think they line dance at the same place, or maybe just maybe I'm just looking at a stage and thinking they're all the same. But they have done some videos together. I see. Okay. Um. So let me know when you're clicking play. All right, I'm going to do it now. <laughs> Dakota is next to him in the plaid shack. I see. Okay. Now, of course, all I can think about is that they're into like guns. Well, um, Trump and Bush and stuff. So now I'm like, well, that that that's my assumption yeah 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 it's funny because this guy isn't um it's not the most insane you know when you watch like 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 it's so it's, funny because it's, it's not like they look so casual doing it like like you could go interrupt them and be like you you could go up to them and be like hey do you want to go play pool and they'd be like oh yeah and they just walk away with you like they don't look like they're performing do you know what i'm saying yes 
Um, exactly. And I, and I don't want to ruin this by being like, they love Trump, but I have seen things that allude to, you know, the second amendment or whatever. Um, it's more just like, it's mesmerizing. It's it's mesmerizing. And even it's probably even more mesmerizing to me, I think because of my assumed perception of interests and beliefs um against oh the rihanna song is on let's go to the middle of the floor and do our choreographed dance like culturally i just have questions about just like i like want to know everything i can about the history of line dance like everything line dance like where did these kids learn it why is it cool like what makes this cool fellas is it gay like do we like musical theater have we taken official classes where did you learn to move like that do your knees crack when you bend on the floor like mind you like i just have i just like have a lot of questions that I'm now far more interested in hearing the answers from people like this rather than I would be like, oh, like a professional totally. troupe of no, dancers totally. yeah. who like perform on Broadway. It's like, I is like, okay, like I know, I know you, the Broadway people, right? right? Like I am one of you. If I went into a line dancing bar and the majority of people on the floor dancing and gyrating were just white men in like shirts about guns to Rihanna song. It's like, I have a lot of questions and I'm not leaving until they're all answered. No, totally. And also I will watch all of these videos. This like has opened a door into a, a right, whole world a portal. that we need answers right. to. Exactly. And I kind of like love it. And if any, uh, do we have any line dancing heads here? And I'm not trying. And also like I've learned through the comments and both Shane, no, I, Dakota for sure. I've learned through the comments. He is straight because someone, someone was like, Oh, I, Someone said about him, you know, that boy has a cabinet full of spices. Like, like it was like, this boy knows how to season food. Like this guy has like swagger and like moves. And someone was like, well, I think he like, someone made like some like, oh, well, he probably swings the other way. And he got in the comments and was like, no, like I have a girlfriend or like I'm straight or whatever. So it's like by their own admission, like there are things that I'm, I'm not assuming everything that I'm saying. There, there are things. Got and it, the got gun it, got shirt. It, okay. I don't know what they believe in, but I'll just say I don't own any like I love guns shirts. Me neither. So, um, but maybe that's because I haven't found the right fit. You haven't found the Uh, right gun. So I just, (laughs) I haven't found a gun that I really love. Uh, um, But so I just have a lot of questions, but like those are the things that I pick up by watching just the cues around them. Totally. Uh, So if there's anyone in the audience who knows anything about line dancing, um, and wants to tell us, or if Shane or Dakota, you listen to G things, which I'm sure you do, uh, please get in touch. No disrespect, um, on your gun shirts. Well, some, I think uh, maybe some disrespect. I, I think just on your gun beliefs. Yeah. Um, like I, gun do, and, I do have some disrespect. And, and oh, yeah, of course, any Republican really, I think we can be clear about that. Um, more line dancing, less guns, and I will watch more of your content. Exactly. Um, but yeah, so it's I'm mesmerized by it. So I have to recommend it's like a really, really great place on TikTok. Wildly interesting. I don't want it to get ruined. Um, and uh, I just want to see Shane. Uh, Shane, especially. I just want to watch him dance forever. Yeah. I, like just this like ugh, he just he looks like Timothy Chalamet. He also. does. Yeah, he does. Um, He's like a line I'm dancing Timothy Chalamet. Yeah, exactly. OK, so now tell me your recommendation for a thing I can't buy. OK, my thing is like doesn't I think doesn't have as much lore 
and world building possibilities well, how, in it. Well, how could it? Okay. How, well, how, how could, could it? it? Um, <laughs> I started doing something like probably, when did I start? Maybe six months ago. I'm not big on like, I'm not a journaler. I don't like, I, I take a lot of notes in meetings and stuff like that, but I don't really, I don't keep a journal. I, besides like to-do lists, I, yep. I don't really keep track of my life very much. However, in June, I started writing down every movie I watched because I, oh. I kept like f- not remembering. I, I just, I think the pandemic is part of this. I'm like, how am I spending my you time? You put what your am movies doing? in the carrot drawer with the crisp. I put my movies in the carrot drawer and they get, they get slimy and you forget they're yeah. there. And, and like, yeah. you know, I spend a lot of time watching TV and movies because I love to. Um, yeah. And to invest that much time in watching things and not remember like what I've seen and how I've been spending my time was like really frustrating me. So my recommendation is to just like keep a log. I know people already do this. Like I think, um, you know, I see like at the end of the year, like we talked about this, Caroline, people talking about like Mm -hmm. the books they read and stuff like that. Um, Mm -hmm. I do read books sometimes, but mostly what I like to do is watch movies and TV. So I've started keeping just, it's like the date and the title of the movie. I think I might start adding TV shows in there as well because I do watch a lot of TV. And it's just cool because I can go through and be like, oh yeah, like I, this was my phase of like mafia movies. And this was my phase of like, you know, um, documentaries. And then I went through this other phase of like wanting to watch things about space, you know? So it's like, mm-hmm. I can, and I can just sort of see all that. And, and I guess like, this is especially a recommendation for people who don't already keep track of stuff and don't already like journal. Like if you think of yourself as someone who like can't be bothered to do all this stuff, I would say just like, sure. if, if it would be fun for you to look back and be like, oh yeah, look at all this stuff I watched. Um, I say yeah. date and title. I in the notes that. app. Yeah, it's been fun. I love that. You know, that's something I can get behind. I also am wondering, have you ever been in the situation where you're watching a movie and you're like, have I already seen this? Yeah. I mean, that's a huge reason I did it because I have a pretty bad memory and mm. um, Andrea tends to function as like my memory for me. But if she's like not around, for example, I'm actually looking at this list right now and there's a movie I don't even, I can't even picture <laughs> what the what the movie is? So yeah, what is what is it? Do you want to share? It's called the Lost City. What what okay, what I'm is that? Up. I'm looking it up. Well, that's also kind of the sensation of reading on a Kindle as well, because you don't have these like, oh, the Lost City was the Channing Tatum and Sandra Bullock buddy comedy. I You're still not. This not isn't meaning this. anything to you. I don't think. I just. I don't. I'm like that's kind of like how much more of a descriptor do you need? It I know. came out last year. That's right. Um, I, I remember that Andre. I have not seen I think we must have put this on and Sandra I Sandra Bullock. Sleep. Oh, it's it's when Sandra Bullock is a romance writer and her cover model is Channing Tatum. Oh, that's right. And they have that's to, right. Like, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, I, I didn't see it. That. I'm just reading the Wikipedia, but it looks, ha- it looks funny. That's I, a, I bet this. you were really it's, stoned. I bet you were really of, stoned. It, you know what it is? It's like a it's like a take on romancing the stone, I think, is what it was supposed to be. Mm-hmm. I have to be honest and tell you that I – this – the one thing about this list is that it includes movies that I technically have seen even if I was like – I fell asleep halfway through or texted throughout them. And I think The Lost yeah. City is one of them because I can – I remember the first like 20 minutes and I don't remember yeah. anything else about this. So – Perfect. You know, you know, keep you know, make make a list however you see fit. If you text through a sure. movie and then it goes out of your brain, maybe you don't want to write it down. I don't know. 
I get it. I like that. I, I I really like that. Are you using anything special to like? Do you have a special journal? No, I'm just doing it in the notes app. I I did try a, a few years ago to keep a journal of the movies I was watching along with like my thoughts on them. But the problem is, is that that made it a thing that was too, that made it like a task that required like thought and time. And I'm just like not interested yep. in doing that. So. That's overwhelming. Yeah. It's overwhelming. And now with the exception of The Lost City, which obviously I have no memory of, I look at all these other movies and I and I remember what they are and how I felt watching them and I'm pretty psyched about it. I love that. So that's my wrap. Okay. That kind of makes me want to do it because yeah. like it, the, the logging the books thing makes me feel bad because I'm like, I don't read as much as I should be because all of my reading time was like on the subway and mm-hmm. I feel like I have never found another like two totally. hour pocket. I mean, look. I have found it. I'm not using it. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Totally. I'm like, how do people have time to read as I like watch like a f- the full like series of Seinfeld for like the ninth time? Right. I'm like books. Um, but I really that was like a thing I enjoyed on the subway. I don't have that anymore. So I need to find some a place or like a you know a routine in which involves like reading as much as I used to. But I do kind of used to feel bad logging books because I just felt like I wasn't the page was very short or like there wasn't a lot to log and with tv and movies i feel like there's gonna be more of that for me i like that yeah i mean come on man it's like movies Logging and TV all the tiktoks i watched i could just watch yeah exactly. exactly exactly um a lot of people did reach out to me after kind of all the the book the goodreads wrapped of all the books you read or whatever and i said like you know how are people reading like a hundred books a year and most people said audiobooks, which of course is a very valid form of totally. consuming book. Um, but that I haven't tried and I'm uh, in a meaningful way. And I am actually starting Spare um, by oh, nice. Prince Harry today via audiobook. And so I will write that down in my little journal. Um, but I will definitely start writing down what I'm watching. That's yeah, it's a, it's a fun time. I, I highly recommend it. Good rack. Um, this was such a fun episode. This so was fun. so much fun. A blast. First of 2023, we really stuck it to the man and our schedules and now i want to hear back from everyone about like organization and where and where you're if you're a grope can head if you're a line <laughs> you're dancing a head if you're if you're a groper as we call ourselves the geezer gropers um but this was great and welcome sally in a very official capacity so happy you're thank here. you for having me i'm thrilled to be here yay and of course um everything we talked about is linked in the show notes we're gonna you know, link to the lazy Susans from Target. We're going to link to the Grope can canisters for <clears throat> your mung beans, your rice, mm-hmm. your litter, your food, whatever small pellet size thing you want to put in there. And we will also link to the TikToks. Um, so, and also to the lost city. Um, <laughs> if you would like to watch it, Sally, as always, thank you. And we'll see you next week for another show. Yay. Yay. Bye. You just listened to another episode of G Thanks Just Bought It, edited and mixed by Veronica Gruba and produced and hosted by me, Caroline Moss. In between episodes, you can always head to the G Thanks Instagram at G Thanks Just Bought It Pod and the G Thanks Facebook group to get and give life changing recommendations of your own. Subscribe to our weekly sale and discount emails at gthanks.substack.com. It's free. And you can reach me at caroline at gthanksjustboughtit.com or leave me a message at 424 424- 245 
888-888-0736 with a product recommendation, and you may be featured on an upcoming episode. GThanks is powered by subscribers like you. To keep all of our GThanks content free and accessible to all, consider making a monthly donation of $2 to keep us going at patreon.com slash GThanks and friends.